Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of Keep Watch Pass, episode number 24 of this little series, uh, and we have a fun one to do here because we're going for a theme this time, and because this show comes out on Monday morning, it feels like the kind of episode that's going gonna, gonna to sit well or wrong with people because we're talking about movies set in bad workplaces, and here to join me in this audio workplace is my lovely wife, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm just wondering if by the end of the show, if I'll be terminated from my, <laughs> my current position. No, no, no. You'll, you'll stay on as, as, as guest host here. I so. meant his lovely wife. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, that, well, that depends on what your past film is. So, you know, we'll, 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 we'll see. I'll, I'll let you know by the end of the show. Woo! <laughs> So let me explain what we're about to do. We are about to pick three movies that are set in arguably bad workplaces. How we define those bad workplaces is basically dependent on each of us and the picks that we make. And we're going to pick three films, a keep, a watch, and a pass. The keep is one where we absolutely love the film. The watch is, hey, guess what? If it's on, I'll watch it, but yeah, it's all good. The pass... Well, you know what? We'd skip that like we'd skip a day at a bad workplace. But we're going to start with our keep films. And Carrie, what is your keep bad workplace film? I think it's obvious that I am keeping the quintessential office space. (laughs) (laughs) Because this movie, I mean, aside from the whole, you know, um, extortion and uh, and and stealing from the the company, um, it covers all the bases of any office that you have ever worked in. Mm-hmm. The printer that gets the ever loving kicked out of it, just you know, just because the staff can't take it anymore. Paper jam. It says I have a paper jam. <laughs> there is no paper jam. Oh my god! If you've ever worked in an office on a printer, especially this movie is it's everything it's just it's it's a coping mechanism at that point for the record we in our house have two staplers one for each of us (laughs) there's a reason why because because i don't want you to take my stapler i do have a red streamlined stapler too (laughs) (laughs) oh man like and that's like this film is so quotable and so memorable. And like the funny thing is, like, it wasn't a big film, but it became almost like a cult classic because I think everyone who's ever worked in an office has encountered at least one person from each of these films. Okay, but not even an office. Anyone who's ever worked in a restaurant can totally relate to Jennifer Aniston just having that one moment that one straw that breaks and you're just flipping everybody off because (laughs) (laughs) like really this movie is 
again, it's it's therapeutic for anyone who's ever worked in any sort of who's ever worked with the public, (laughs) who's ever stepped outside of their house, it seems, which, you know, working from home is a whole other, (laughs) a whole other environment, but you can't smash your own, um, you can't smash your own printer. You know, you work that way. You think you can't smash your own printer. I've wanted to. I know you have. (laughs) I know you have. And that's, I would be curious to see, some kind of like, and I wish they had done this during the pandemic, but if they had done some kind of like, you know, cast reading of the script over Zoom kind of thing and called it home office space, <gasps> that would have been brilliant. Missed opportunity oh. right there. And that would have been a cool charity thing to if they had done that. Oh God, I want to see that. That, that needs to happen now. Even like the 2024 version of the office space where you're dealing with the challenges of working from home and, you know, whether it be internet crashes or just slow internet speeds or like, I don't know, just the distraction of everyday life, like the constant, you know, dog running in and <laughs> trying to steal your lunch off your desk, like right. that kind of thing, right? I, I It needs to be pointed out here and I'm a challenge to everyone who was involved in the film the movie came out in 1999 so this is actually the 25th anniversary of this film so to mike judge stephen root ron livingston everyone who was involved 25th year 25th anniversary of office space we need home office space now we want more we absolutely oh, need and home it was office space. So funny. So funny. Okay. I'm going to make people worry about me with my keep pick. <laughs> More than usual. More than usual. Okay. More than usual. Challenge accepted. Because my keep movie is the Belco experiment. Oh. did not see that coming yeah nor should anyone but that being said okay first of all it comes from james gunn the film is absolutely phenomenal it's got a great cast it's basically like squid game on steroids without the kids games so the whole premise is all these people work for this company called belco it's a it's a quote-unquote not-for-profit and the building is in the middle of nowhere and then all of a sudden one day you hear this announcement over the the speakers it's like we want three people killed or we will kill six people. And then all of a sudden it becomes like a a cross between Lord of the Flies and the absolute most violent thing that people did to printers in office space. This film, and and it's such a pressure cooker, right? You're completely on edge with this film. That's dark. It is. I I know. I mean... I, I want to take my angst down on a printer, not, you know, colleagues. That's that's frightening. <laughs> I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying that I would do that. I'm just saying. Says like, your co-worker here. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. When working from home, yes. But the, the the interesting thing is, like, A, cast is chock-a-block full of, of awesome people. Like John Gallagher Jr., Michael Rooker, Adria Arjona, Sean Gunn, John C. McGinley. Like, this cast is killer absolutely killer and <laughs> literally it, yes yes and yes <laughs> but i will say it actually might be 
and and this is going to be a bold statement. This might be my favorite James Gunn film of all time. <gasps> and I, I recognize saying that with, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, that series out there. Like, that's a tall, tall statement, but Whoa. I, I kind of stand by that. Belko Experiment is an underrated gem. More and, than the Christmas Guardians of the Galaxy movie? Well, <sighs> no, you know what? I will say more so as a movie. Dang. I, I, I think Guardians of the Galaxy falls more into a, a short, if you will, because it is pretty short. But I will say that this film on Rotten Tomatoes has a 54% tomatometer. So, you know, oh. I'm, I'm just saying that we could cover this movie in an episode of It's Not That Bad. Next on. <laughs> Maybe not next <laughs> on, but, you know, just know, just know that this film is on my wish list. Of films to be covered because it is really pretty damn good. It's interesting because as you mentioned it, I know that I've seen it, mm-hmm. but so long ago that it it just it's not on my radar. It's not on my top of my mind. And that's I'll, like I'll watch it. This was one of those movies that you know I saw the trailer for, and it you know the trailer hooked me right off the bat because it's just such this out there scenario that and you want to watch it this film walked so squid game could run hmm okay and if you liked squid game but you weren't a big fan of really creepy pink jumpsuits um you will you will like the belco um, experiment the jumpsuits were teal and white or green what what, what about the people with the the shapes on their face oh you mean the the guards. The guards? Those were red. They were not red. It was red. They were more like fuchsia. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're now sitting here like, you know, giving the Manhattan once over to the guards who are making sure that people die. I like to call it plum. <laughs> it was plum. <laughs> oh, dear God. I'm, I'm sure there, there's, there's a... I would be curious now, too. Like, listeners, if you know exactly what color code, like the hex code of those jumpers for the guards... Let us know. Find us on social media at Not That Bad Cast because I'm now intrigued and very, very curious. Cherry red? No, it was. It wasn't red. It was definitely more on the pinker side. They were red. They were not. You're colorblind. All, all the marketing has red, red stuffies. I, red. No, it's not red. It's red. It's not red. Oh my god. The blood is red. Hmm. Mm. So my watch film, I mentioned that the Belco Experiment is, a, is an episode that I would love to do. My watch film is an episode that we have already done about this time last year. I say that because we were recording this in January. I'm talking about episode 51 of It's Not That Bad when we did our episode on waiting. <laughs> okay <laughs> can i just expedite things yes that has been my past movie wow <laughs> written down here because oh god i <laughs> the one with ryan Reynolds. Pass. really yeah oh wow i know and you know what usually this type of movie falls into my wheelhouse like mm-hmm. i just I know I had to defend it on it's not that bad. And I, I believe truly that if we played back that episode, you really enlightened me because I went into it like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there were good moments, but I, you know what? Because I had to watch it, I think for 
for for study purposes right for for educational research you had to watch it so then why is that your watch the thing is i actually really enjoyed this film not not to the point of it being my keep film i do admit that there are some parts where you know you could trim out a few characters and be okay but there's a lot of good laughs in this there's a lot of good funny quotable moments and you know it's a really good ryan reynolds performance too and you know also anna ferris as well like it's got a good cast some good laughs not the, the funny thing is i think i would appreciate it even more so had i actually worked in a restaurant which i never had to do i mean i've i've been in the band in a bar so i've seen some of that but not to the extent of go, you know what's going on this but yeah waiting is my watch film i'm gonna double back to office space here with the whole bling thing and <laughs> you know trying to be overly cheery all the time working in a restaurant that never yeah, that never no. worked for me never 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 worked Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. All right, so what is your watch film? Okay, I am watching every single time, every chance I get, The Devil Wears Prada. Okay. And I loved this when it was a novel. I read the book first and then was so excited to hear that they were making the movie with Anne Hathaway. And oh my God, brilliant performance from Meryl Streep as the boss of the company. Oh my God, it was the perfect casting everything from the boyfriend adrian garnier from he was most famous for for, for his role in uh, entourage no let's be honest he was most famous for the aquaman movie that he filmed in entourage that we never actually got to see but now we have i personally uh, I, I, I wouldn't mind right. adrian grenier as aquaman if we ever you know when we get to the james gunn dceu like well, make it happen i don't think you can step back from jason momoa though as yeah, but, aquaman. but i want jason momoa to be lobo well that is true right but you know what's done is done keep in mind too 
this film, since we're geeking out on DC here, I am going to once again put this out into the universe because I think I've done this on at least about 10 episodes of this podcast already. Stanley Tucci, who plays Nigel in this film, needs to be Lex Luthor. Oh my God, yes. Yes and yes. 1,000%. Like, sign him up, give him all the money, and make the best possible Lex Luthor out there if you can't have Brian Cranston. Not to mention the adorable performance by Emily Blunt as like the quintessential like she she was living off of like carrot sticks and <laughs> <laughs> and a slight piece of cheese you know so that she could eventually um fit into like this Gucci dress to go and and walk the red carpet um alongside of her boss like the quintessential horrible office space where everyone is just trying so hard to fit the mold that you know that they they, they are worthy of working there yeah like Ugh, I mean, it. the the nice thing is too, like when you think about some of Anne Hathaway's early, earlier films, like the Ella Enchanted films and whatnot, like this is kind of like that natural progression. But she has shown over her career absolute freaking range. Like Anne Hathaway is is an absolute like blessed with talent as an actress. Like, but this but these are the kind of fun films that you get to do as well. So she did really well in this. Absolutely. Okay, so I guess we have to skip you on this one because Waiting was your past film, so I get to talk again. My past film, and I, and I feel very unpatriotic about saying this, okay? Oh. And it's going to be very, very interesting because my keep film qualifies for it's not that bad. My watch film qualifies, and we've covered it on it's not that bad. My past film does not actually qualify for It's Not That Bad with a 70% tomatometer. It's the movie Way Downtown. And let, let me explain, because this is a Canadian film released in 2000 starring Don McKellar. The entire premise of this film is that we jump into this office set up in Calgary, Alberta, and we're in day 30 of a bet that's going on with the people who work in this office in that they cannot go outside because they're in Calgary. There are a number of buildings and whatnot, like including condos and et cetera, that are all connected. So you can go from like condo to office tower and not have to go outside. So we start the movie on day 30 of this ongoing bet of the last person who goes outside actually gets the pool of money that's in this bet. It's a fascinating concept. I was really intrigued when we rented it. Yeah, I said rented it. I did say this movie came out in 2000, so that's how old this film is. But in watching it, I felt that it was trying maybe a little too hard. And I, I it just, I found it hard to get through this film. It almost sounds like the same concept as The Circle. Not like, really, because The Circle was more based on how the workplace intruded into everyone's everyday life. This was that you just couldn't go outside and the how people go stir crazy without that, 
you know, without without touching grass, as the as the saying goes. Now, so they had access to everything that they needed. Oh yeah, like grocery shops. Yeah, and it, it's it's kind of like, and you know, you know, being in Toronto, there's there is the path that's it's like downtown. Living yeah, in the underground. Exactly. So imagine if you lived in a condo downtown, and you also worked in a building downtown, and you could get from point A to point B by going through the path, never having to go outside. Which during the winter freaking phenomenal i was gonna say this is ideal in the winter right but to the same token as well you also avoid all the downtown traffic and no driving right but if you live in a downtown condo think about it you also then all of a sudden don't have to go outside because there's a grocery store probably in your building and there's a gym probably inside your building that you have access to because that's part of your condo fees and there are people who have the ability to never have to go outside because they can go underground or go through bridges and tunnels and whatnot, go from point A to point B and then back to point A without ever having to breathe outside air. I wonder now if that's actually a thing. Like, it, like it's so possible, like you were saying. Oh, it is highly possible. I just don't know how well someone would be after not going outside and getting fresh air after 30 days now can they be near a window at least can they at least open a window and yeah i think the i think the the bet was that you could not physically go outside Hmm. right and you know you had people that were like staring out the door and just wondering what the outside fresh air would look you know would look like and whatnot like like it's it's an interesting concept i just found myself a little on the not not bored side but I felt it dragged a little bit, and that's not taking away from anything about the movie itself or about the the actors or the script. Like seventy percent tomatometer, it's a good film. It just wasn't my cup of tea. Fair enough. Imagine how bored they were. Can you imagine? I okay. Let me ask you. Since since we're talking about this, you know, if we had the ability to never have to go outside. You know, and we kind of live this now, really, when you think about it, right? Especially in this work from home environment, you know, you wake up, you go downstairs, you work, you're done for the day, you go upstairs, you go back to bed. Really, you never have to leave the house. Sign me up. Right? (laughs) Seriously. But I'm, I'm curious if people actually during the pandemic went out and if they knew about this film or had heard about this film sought it out because i'm sure there were people during the pandemic who went absolute freaking stir crazy not being able to go outside i I wonder if this film might actually be triggering for some people Hmm. very very intriguing i mean if it's it's worth a watch just be ready for it you know and go in knowing that it's not a big action film that's not a, you know, a deep thought-provoking film. It's it's just a simple little Canadian film with a decent with a decent idea. And if you don't mind those kind of thought pieces, then you're going to be okay. It just wasn't my cup of tea. All right, Carrie. Thank you so much. Before we go, let our listeners know what your keep, watch, and pass films were. All right. Well, I am for sure keeping Office Space, and I'm watching every single time it's on. The Devil Wears Prada. And I'm passing on waiting. And my keep film is the Belco experiment. It's okay. I, I am okay. 
I'm okay. My watch film is waiting and my pass is way downtown. Gary, thank you so much. Now, listeners, you guys know the drill. If there is a topic that you would love for us to cover on Keep Watch Pass, hit us up on social media at NotThatBadCast or go to our website at NotThatBadCast.com. And while you're there, make sure you check out all of our other shows. Also, if you like our music show, there can only be one. We are now on Live365.com streaming 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can actually pop this in the car. You can jump in and listen to the episodes when they are on. So please, by all means, listen to us. We appreciate all the support. Until next time, she's Carrie. I'm Jay. You guys are awesome. This is Keep Watch Pass on the It's Not That Bad podcast channel, a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Take care. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.